Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. To Border, the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Voted on by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. The award-winning Wendy's Big Show. Let's get ready to rock. Let's get ready to go. Get set. Ready. Get up. Let's get it on. Wendy's. The Wendy's Big Show. Showtime, This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson and the inventor of the Lambeau Leap, Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. of the Wendy's Big Show is underway. Toby Altizer alongside Gary Ellerson, Adam Roberts producing the show today. We are live from the Lakeland University studios. Lakeland University is now offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. Take a little bit of a break for the first couple of segments here of the third hour from the Milwaukee Brewers and baseball in general. Talk a little bit about football as some big news broke over the weekend, we also heard some news today about the Miami Dolphins. They're going to be ending up losing some draft picks, including a first-rounder in 2023, a third-rounder in 2024 for tampering. Their owner has been suspended and will not be able to be a part of league negotiations and talks for a little bit as well. So some big things happening with them. And then the big news from over the weekend is the Deshaun Watson decision ends up being suspended six games by the NFL to start the season this year. Some of the details are brought to you here by Tom Pelissero from NFL Network, this from NFL Network yesterday. 
Well, Jamie, we certainly anticipate hearing from some of the Browns personnel as this day goes on. There were regularly scheduled press conferences and practice. I would certainly imagine that the news of the day with Deshaun Watson suspended six games is going to alter that process, at least to a certain degree. Now, in terms of the terms of this suspension for Deshaun Watson, it was handed down by Sue L. Robinson. It is a six-game suspension. There is no additional fine. Deshaun Watson also must only get massages from club-directed personnel, must also avoid any adverse uh, involvement with law enforcement going forward here. In terms of the potential appeal that Judy was just laying out here, let's talk about how this 2020 CBA process on discipline came to be. The reason it's set up this way with the appeals officer, the disciplinary officer, making the initial decision and then Roger Goodell or his designee handling any appeal is because the NFL Players Association wanted to avoid situations where the NFL suspended players based on a lack of evidence. In this case, had Sue L. Robinson ruled that the NFL did not prove any violation, then the NFL could not have appealed that. There would be no suspension. The process would be over. In this case, she did find that there was sufficient evidence to justify a six-game suspension. Robinson wrote in part that his pattern of behavior was egregious, but she pointed out that in her opinion, and based upon the evidence, it was nonviolent sexual conduct. That is how she arrived at a six-game suspension. The NFL had asked for an indefinite suspension of at least one year. In settlement talks, they refused to go below a 12-game suspension for Deshaun Watson. For now, it is a six-game suspension. The NFL does have the option to appeal. They would have to file that within three days. The NFLPA would then have two days to respond, which means if there is an appeal, that entire process doesn't even get to go get going until next week and again as I mentioned earlier in the show if the NFL if Goodell or his designee ends up increasing this discipline I would certainly expect the NFLPA to examine all options including suing in federal court guys there you heard from Tom Pelissero on NFL Network Gary your initial reaction to Deshaun Watson and his suspension well initially I thought it was too light six games I thought he was going to get a year for sure that's what I thought too yeah I don't know. I mean, it's 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 just even tough, really, even talking about this. Um, I saw um, some footage on this yesterday of him going to practice, and all the fans are yelling at him. It, positive things. We love yeah. you. And yeah. Can I get your autograph? This. That. I mean, there. You know, and no, it's kind of weird to me though to see that. It just rubs like, you the wrong that, way. No, it's just a little weird. Well, and here's like, where... what are the fans? And I guess, and then we were talking about earlier today. I asked you if the NFL has an image problem, and then I then that sits in my mind, and then I think it does. I, I don't think know. It does. I don't know. I I think there's a, I, I think there's a small minority of people. I mean, listen, I, I think the fan base right now for the NFL is thirty five percent, at least forty percent female. Yeah, and how does that make you feel if you're a woman and this is the guy that right. is going to be the face of the Browns franchise? And, I mean, there's he's not the only guy, and I, I've talked about this in the past. But I saw a lot of women out there, too, that are calling out Deshaun Watson's so name. Weird. Can I have your autograph? We love you, Deshaun. I mean, but this is weird. something happened. I mean, listen, if you, if you look at the, 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 the Texans, right, they paid off 30 women. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he did, what, 24. So something happened. I don't know what happened. Something happened. Then then they talk about this use of term violent crime or something. 
Yeah, of, nonviolent. Of non-vi- something of that nature. So something happened, but it was nonviolent. I, I don't know. It, the whole thing seems just weird to me. Yeah, and that's what we're asking you guys. Does the NFL have an image problem? You can give us a call, 855-830-8648. On the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, start your deal today at VanHornAuto.com, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. And again, the reason this comes up, you have this Miami Dolphins news that comes out today, but more specifically, you have this Deshaun Watson news, and there's a couple things with this. Number one, you look at some of the suspensions that have been levied in the past. Six games for Deshaun doesn't seem all that bad when you have some of the allegations against him, and considering this season you're going to have a receiver for the Atlanta Falcons sitting out the entire year because he gambled on some games. He didn't do any crimes. Right, right. He didn't commit any right, crimes. He right. literally just gambled on some football games. He's been suspended the whole year. Deshaun Watson gets six games. The real issue here, Gary, and I think this is what's so hard, and this is why you punish these guys in the first place. What happens when Deshaun Watson comes back this season? Maybe they make the playoffs. Maybe they don't. But maybe it's next year. And this Cleveland Browns football team turns it around. And they're winning 10, 11, 12 games. They're getting into the playoffs. They're playing into January, maybe maybe even into February. Is this all just going to be completely forgotten? Uh, yeah, about? it's going to go away. And that's the shame of it. Well, it really already is. is. That's what I'm saying. I was appalled by yeah. yesterday when he comes. I, and I think they said he almost got like a stand ovation. Yeah. When he came out on the field, mm-hmm. he walked down the middle of the field. Yeah. I, I, I don't get it. I mean, I, I just don't. Maybe there's the times we live in. I don't know. But it's just kind of just it just hits me the wrong way. Well, and again, we can't speak to exactly what happened. I have no idea. The women that are accusing of these sort of things, uh, you know, assuming that this is true or if it did happen, how does that make you feel that this man who has done terrible things and even the judge Sue Robinson agreed that the stuff he'd done is egregious? Just forget about it. He's back on the football field. She's a judge, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yes, she's the judge. Yes. Now, was she hired by the NFL? This Su- I, I'm Surreal? not exactly sure how that works. She was a works. former federal judge. I believe. Okay, is she, she independent of the NFL, I believe? Believe so. I believe the way that they've done it now, Gary. So, so was she hired by the NFL? I'm not exactly sure how it works. Hey, um, can you look that up? But I think the way it works now, Gary, because they want to avoid. Remember Ezekiel Elliott? Yes. And he got suspended even though everything got dropped and there right. was no, really nothing. They want to avoid situations like that. I think the Players Association wanted this so that they have an independent judge. I think that's the goal, to make the initial defined and come up with the suspension, and then the NFL can come back and say, well, we disagree. And I think at some point in the next couple of days, we may end up seeing that from Roger Goodell in the NFL saying we'd like to see more for Deshaun here. So, I mean, it's still not an entirely finished situation, but six games – what, did Tom Brady miss four for taking a little arrow out of a football? Yeah. I mean, come on. At this point, isn't this getting a little bit ridiculous that you can do these sort of things and still play in the National Football League and be a prominent star? And then, like you said, to be at training camp, walk out, and be praised by the fan base as if you just done something great. And it's, I don't get that. It doesn't make any sense no, to me. not at all. I, I don't... And again, does the NFL have an image problem? You can give us a call, 855-830-8648, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. These sort of things are what make it hard sometimes to follow the NFL and things of those sorts. Because 
you know, we love the sport, Gary. Obviously, you were able to play it at that mm-hmm. level. I've grown up watching it my whole life, and you appreciate these things. But how do you explain to your kid or someone in Cleveland that doesn't know all the situations, and they're a big fan of Deshaun Watson because they see him on the football field? How do you explain to them? Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we you know, we can't really right? be a fan of this guy. Or your kid says. I wanted Deshaun Watson jersey. And you say, well, uh, I'm not buying you one. Right. You want someone else? Yeah, I I don't know. I just can't swear it in my mind. I don't know how that works. Um, But it just feels a little odd that these things happen. And then maybe because I'm a Packer fan and, and Packer fans, because what if it was our guy? Yeah. So And so it's it's Cleveland – so they're supporting their guy. I mean, I don't know. Just and sometimes sports are weird that way. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And b- guys right? deserve just, guys deserve second chances. They there's do. No, there's no question about it. They my do, mind. but that. But there are certain things that you what crosses don't. the line. Yes, exactly right. Exactly. And right. I feel like that's the one that that does. Does the NFL have an image problem? You can give us a call eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight on the Van Horn Direct toll free talk line, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. More NFL talk comes up next. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. Yep. It's the Wendy's Big Show. Toby Altizer, Gary Ellerson, and Adam Roberts taking a break from Major League Baseball for just a little bit. Tim Dillard will come up in the next segment, so we'll talk to him about the Brewers and that trade that they made with Josh Hader. We'll also talk about some other things as he had his jersey retired in Nashville over the weekend, so we'll get some of his thoughts there and talk to him about that. But at Wendy's, you can get yourself some hot and crispy fries. Wendy's knows everyone hates cold and soggy fries. That's why Wendy serves them up hot and crispy all day, every day, Natural cut, skin-on potatoes, fried to golden perfection, and perfectly sprinkled with sea salt, just the way they should be. Plus, Wendy's fries aren't like other fries. They're not hot one second and cold the next. They're served up hot and crispy every single time, standing up to any dip you throw at them. So grab your favorite sauce or a Frosty if you're into that sort of thing and taste the difference that hot and crispy can make. Head to Wendy's today and get your order of hot and crispy fries at participating Wendy's. Talking about the NFL, Deshaun Watson suspended for six games. Does the NFL have an image problem? 855-830-8648 on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. I want to read some of your Twitter replies here in just a second. But, Gary, I think one thing that makes this trade so difficult to stomach as well, or, or this deal so difficult to stomach as well, is the fact that the Browns traded for this guy. Right. The fact that they, they traded for him along. with all of these allegations yeah. and they just had no problem with it. And those are what make it so difficult. If this guy was still on the Texans and he'd done all this stuff, look, it doesn't make it any better, but at least he would have stayed with his own football team and maybe they figure it out and, you know, sort of and like. got the biggest contract. Yeah, you get it. They help him out essentially by yeah. guaranteeing all the mm-hmm. money and shifting it so that it's not going to be this season. It just doesn't seem right when you go out of your way to help a guy that's got all this stuff under his or on his name at the time being. Right, and you talk about that, and then they give him the biggest contract. I mean, his contract was record-setting um, money. Yeah, and the way they structure it, no one has had a structured contract that way. Now they're talking about all these deals are going to be coming. It's going to be like what Deshaun had structured, so they knew going in that some of this stuff that he possibly couldn't get paid, but they made sure. 
that he got paid all his money, and they knew what was going to when you're when the, the team that you're with the Texans are already paying off thirty women, mm-hmm. and you paid off maybe about twenty four, something just doesn't smell right. I mean, something's not right about that. And then and then all of a sudden you see him go out on the field yesterday. He gets a standing ovation. He goes out on the field. People are, are clamoring all over him to get his autograph. It's just I don't know. Maybe our society is. It's, it's just it's just all that is just kind of weird to me right now. Well, and like I said, some of the weird stuff. And because he didn't go to jail, I, I guess that's something too. Some but. of the weird stuff is that you go two, three years down the road, and this stuff just never gets talked about again, and it's completely forgotten about. Correct. And he's talked about the same way as guys that have never even come into any sort of problem with the law. You think about some of the guys in the NFL right now. You could go through and look up, I can think of at least three, four, maybe even five names right now of guys that have done stuff in the past that is a big deal, and now because they've gotten on the football field, they've played well, they've played at a high level, uh, who cares? You know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like that's right for some of these guys. Adam, do you have some of the tweet replies that we have to this? Sure, and again, if you have not but wanted to, you can always tweet us at Big Show Network. Andy tweets at Big Show Network when we ask, does the NFL have an image problem? Resoundingly. But the habit and addiction to product, fantasy sports, simplicity of Sunday delivery, and also deeply rooted football culture in Wisconsin looks the other way as long as the Packer party with chips and dip and Packer cookies roll on. Uh, Let's see. At Prodderboom tweets at Big Show Network. Yes, but no one actually cares. NFL has had the same problem since the 90s. Money talks, and frankly, people will continue to watch regardless of anything off the field. And Hanson tweets at Big Show Network, yes and no. Americans are so addicted to pro football that fans look past any perceived image problems. So while such problems exist, it hasn't put a dent in the league's popularity. Well, I don't think so either. It, it, it is not. It hasn't. And some of the frustrating parts are some of the guys that end up having some of the biggest problems with the NFL are guys that didn't do anything wrong. Criminally. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I think you know who I'm alluding to here. Mm-hmm. And look, you agree with him or not, that's a whole other issue. But that dude's never played another snap of football. Deshaun Watson, week seven this year, is going to take the Field for the Cleveland Browns, if nothing else gets changed. I mean, you can here. mention Colin Kaepernick names if you want to. Well, but, but I'm just saying, yeah, like, you, yeah, well, they, yeah. Did he do anything wrong criminally? No. Uh, you agree with his stance yes. or not? Yes. I, I don't care. Right. I, I, I really he don't care. He didn't do anything compared to what this. But is he didn't about. do anything criminally wrong. Mm-mm. Then you look at Calvin Ridley. Mm-hmm. He gambled on some games. Fifteen hundred bucks, they say. It's not right. I, right. You know that as a player, it's mm-hmm. not right. Mm-hmm. But it's Gary, did he, did he do something criminally wrong? No, because gambling is well. You got a team in Vegas, man. Sports betting. It's it's legal now. <laughs> you in got a team in Vegas. So did he do anything criminal? No. Tom Brady. He deflated some footballs. Is that criminal? No. But the things that they treat seriously, Gary, are not the things that are criminally wrong. Because guess what? That doesn't do. That doesn't affect the shield. That doesn't affect the integrity of the game. Mm. That doesn't affect all the other stuff going on on the field. Oh, but you gambled on us. You get away. That right. could affect the integrity of the game. You cannot be here for a year. Oh, but you abused some women. Yeah, all right, six games. That just does it not seem right. No, it doesn't sit well. And it's not. No, it doesn't. I, I don't know how the NFL can go about fixing it because at the same point, I think if a guy serves a sentence and you come up with an appropriate amount of time, 
look, it's not right, but okay, maybe give the guy a second chance. Mm -hmm. But then you have to come down, Gary, like you said, when's too much too much? When is too much that I can't have this guy being out on the football field? Because guess what? Some 10, 12-year-old is going to watch football on Sunday and look at Deshaun Watson, and that's going to be someone that they look up to. Right. I can't have that. No. I can't be saying that Deshaun Watson is the face of my franchise, but if you're the Cleveland Browns, and again, I think this is part of what makes it so disgusting, the Cleveland Browns knew about all of this stuff. They did. And they were willing to say, you know what, we're going to go out of our way to acquire this guy. We're going to go out of our way to make sure that the contract is beneficial to him, and we're going to do all this knowing everything that's been said, knowing everything that's been done, and... We're going to make him the face of our franchise and going they forward. Didn't, and they didn't necessarily look the other way. No. They embraced it. 100%. And got a team to try to figure out not necessarily how to make it go away, but what's the proper approach where it won't hurt our fan base. Well, and imagine they, if you're – I mean, they did a great – I mean, that's what, that, that's what the Cleveland Browns did. Imagine you're a, a female working in the Cleveland Brown organization. How does that make you feel? You got you to gotta, – feel a little something about that i mean i just i don't want to speak for people here but it just seems like at this point with things going on like this these are unacceptable it really is and the fact that we're talking about this guy and we're only going to be six games Mm -hmm. gary he's going to play football this year yeah and i saw some people talking on twitter well he sat out all of last year but that was voluntary that was his thing that was his well he was not suspended well that was the texans it was both of them, but he yeah. wasn't suspended. No, he wasn't. The, so the NFL essentially— the Texans, Now, see, the Texans wanted to go away, and they go, you're not going to come out here. Yeah. We're not doing this. And that's the thing that's crazy, too, is like the NFL got off the hook with this last season mm-hmm. because he didn't play football. Now you have him come back, and he only misses six games? It just seems like to me that something that's this egregious, something that's as awful as Deshaun Watson ends up being— six games, whereas a guy like a Michael Vick who did something criminal and he ended up having to serve time, he he was able to come back. And you know mm-hmm. what? I don't think people had problems with him coming back once he served his time. I think people initially no, did. No, initially he, he had a lot of people against him and still does. But even so, like after a certain point, if you've served your time, I'm fine if you come back and play. But for him, six games is not enough. No, no. And I, I don't think there's any question that people disagree with the decision of only six. There was more games. outcry about Michael Vick than it is about what Deshaun, Deshaun Watson's doing. Well, and that's the problem too is it's the first guy, you know, like the Ray Rice situation. Mm-hmm. He was kind of the first one with something of that nature. And now, look, he never got another job. But then Greg Hardy gets signed to play for the Cowboys. What two right. years later? Mm-hmm. It's those sort of things where if you're the first guy, you get made the example of and. You get the worst punishment. Now Deshaun Watson, as crazy as it sounds, benefits from the guys that went before him and did crazy things as well. Right, sure. No doubt about it. It's wrong. Does the NFL have an image problem? 855-830-8648, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. We might get back into that at the end of the hour here, but right now we're going to take a break from talking about the NFL and go back to baseball. Tim Dillard from Valley Sports Wisconsin, former Brewers pitcher, also had his number retired with the Nashville Sounds over the weekend. He joins the show next here on the Wendy's Big Show. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more. 
Game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Big Show, Toby Altizer in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer alongside Gary Ellerson and Adam Roberts here in the Lakeland University studios. It's time to get out to the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. And joining us now from Valley Sports, Wisconsin, former Brewers pitcher as well, Tim Dillard. Tim, how you doing today? I am good, fellas. How are you all doing? Doing well. Plenty to talk about, obviously, with the Brewers. But first, want to start. Saw that over the weekend you had your number retired down in Nashville. How was it going back there and enjoying that whole ceremony? Oh, it was fantastic. Just seeing all the fans and uh, my family and friends got to come out. Basically, that's all it was. It was uh, a reason for everyone to kind of get together. But it was fun to be that reason. Got to get on the field, throw a first pitch out to my son and Uh, Just kind of enjoy the whole evening. Uh, I'm not going to lie, though. I'm kind of sick of myself after the whole (laughs) after the whole event. (laughs) What do you What do you got to do to get your number retired, uh, Timmy? What what, Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. What you got to do? Yeah, uh, Don Mattingly is uh, one of the other guys that has his number retired. Oh, Timmy! And yeah, yeah, and he played about I don't know four months for the team. Took me nine years. Just saying, <laughs> I can't promise you, but you play nine years for a team. Um, yeah, if you uh, if you play your cards right, yeah. Didn't realize. Didn't realize it was nine <laughs> years, buddy. Wow. I, yeah, it took a while. It wasn't uh, every single game, but it was the parts of nine years. So yeah, um, to break all those records and, and do all that stuff on the pitching side, it, it just it takes time. You know, and and for that you have you have to be very patient, right? Uh, to to go back and forth and, and and try to, you know, stay positive and, and really get to the big show and, and reach your goals. And in order for that to happen, the way it happened, 
Yeah, it's um, you know nobody wants to play in the minor leagues right. and stay there, right? Everybody mm-hmm. wants to go to the big leagues and stick, uh, but you'd be surprised. You start looking at the numbers of people that actually go to the big leagues and never go back to the minor leagues. It's a very small number. I mean, it's it's elite to get there and stay there. Um, I just couldn't do it. I was, I mean, if you want to call it what it is, I was probably the you know most popular four A player that's ever played, <laughs> right? Just yeah. whatever's in between AAA and the big leagues. I feel like yeah, there's. There's a company of us that kind of just hung out there for so long, but I don't know. Yes, you do have to be patient. You do have to just know that and have the right attitude, yeah. right? Because there's guys that just refuse to kind of go about their business when they get sent down, especially when they feel like they've been wronged a little bit. I feel like in my career, there were times I got sent down um, and just wasn't given a fair shot at the big league level or the minor league level. So yeah, it does. It takes uh, the right attitude of just knowing, you know what, you have very little control over your career. <laughs> Tim, let's talk a little bit about this trade. It's it's all over the place. Everybody's talking about it. And I just can give you my opinion. I, and I hate baseball this way. And here's why. <laughs> here's Because Josh Hader, to me, is a proven commodity. And, and, and for me, I like a proven commodity back. And that's not always the way it is in baseball. You're going to get, like, prospects. And and to me, I felt like the Brewers, to me, didn't get enough value with the prospects that they got back from a Josh Hader. Sure. Well, here's the thing. Like, all of this stuff gets thrown on us, and we see it in the breaking news, but this is something that doesn't sneak up on Matt Arnold and David Stearns and Craig Council. All of this stuff went through their filter. They played every scenario, scenarios that we have – no idea of what they're doing right um but they but we have to know that just based on their track record those three gentlemen want what's best for the milwaukee brewers organization and i'm with you josh Hader, man just all you have to do is get to the ninth inning with a lead and then just say okay go out there and pitch right that's a proven commodity like you said and that's hard to replicate but what they did get from the padres is uh rogers who has very similar stuff to Hader. so We've seen the Brewers over and over again get pitchers and then turning them into elite stars. So to sit there and think that, you know, this guy can't, you know, replicate some of what Josh Hader did, I, I think he's proven that the guy was an all-star. So I'm, I don't know. I, I like you. I want just the, the guys to play where they came up and have had success um, and then play for that team forever. But that's what baseball is. You don't get those guys like that anymore. Are they better today? than they were a couple days ago without Hater? Ooh, that's a great question. Uh, better? I don't know if you can say better. Right? What's better than a zero in the ninth? Right, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you have to assume that Devin Williams is going to be the guy that takes Correct. over. And yep. he has certainly earned it. I, I don't know if there's been a much better pitcher in baseball since 2020. I mean, the guy was reliever of the year. Uh, rookie of the year, and then 2021, what he did last year, uh, I mean, he was phenomenal. And then this year, all-star. So it's not like you're going to go just go, you know, some geek off the street, right, that's going to fill in. <laughs> Devin Williams is handy, and he goes out there, and it's a zero. So then you start lining up guys But you had so, two of those zeros, though. I know. I know. I'm with you. But at the same time, they're putting together – what they think is a team that not only can go into the playoffs, but go deep into the playoffs. And for whatever reason, this was a piece of that puzzle that they're trying to get um, that team to kind of show off and let everyone see. And then, and then, and I don't mean to take over. I I just got a lot of stuff going on. And then I'm looking at the Padres 
And then I see this Soto deal. They get they get uh, what Josh Bell. I mean, and then they get basically all the top prospects from the Padres, knowing that we've got and now we got to go through them, basically to try to get to the, to the World Series when it feels like, and then everybody do their business different, and I, and I get that, but it feels like that's their go for it move, and then I feel like we sit here and we're we're kind of just right here. And these guys are doing it in a different way. I just can't. It, I, I'm down with David Stearns. I, the, the guy's been awesome, and, and and I got no problem with that. But it, yeah. it, it, it felt weird this time, only because we gave the Padres a piece, a player that we may have to see again, and then they go do it and get some other pieces for them and give up better prospects. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, I mean, is Josh Hader probably going to pitch against the Brewers this year? It's probably a good chance, you know. Correct. Uh, but it's not like they, sh- you know, shipped him to the Cubs. You know, it wasn't like, you know, it was an in-division thing, right? So they stayed in the National League because they had pieces that they wanted back. But I don't know, man. I get it. I'm with you. It just, why not just keep the guy? <laughs> Correct. I, I, here's, here's the big thing. They didn't have to trade him. Right, they didn't have to. It wasn't right. like there was mm-hmm. pressure, like we got to get rid of this guy. However, if he is continually to be Josh Hader, and then next year this time rolls around, his value is going to be even higher. And then you have to trade him. There's a little bit of pressure. If you don't trade him, then you have to spend you know fifteen or you know twenty million dollars to keep him. So I think the Brewers were like, you know what? Instead of putting up with that kind of pressure next year, let's see what we can do now. But the Padres are taking a page out of what the Yankees and Dodgers do. They just go find the best players at every single position. They throw a ton of money at it and hope it works out. The Padres tried to do that when they got Machado and Hosmer, right? Like, they just try to put together these superstar teams to see if they can win the World Series. And um, that's a a tough thing to do. Just because you got some of these best players doesn't mean they jive and they're all clicking on all cylinders. So, I don't know. Anytime you're starting to disrupt a team real big like that, that's I don't know. It very rarely works out. So I think the Brewers kind of just touch and go with some of this stuff, not trying to do anything too radical. It's probably a pretty good, uh, probably probably a pretty good path for them. Talking with Tim Dillard, former Brewers pitcher, also works for Bally Sports Wisconsin. And then looking at the bullpen, they bring back Taylor Rogers, as you mentioned. Nelson Lamette should slot in right away in the bullpen as well. And then last night they go and get Matt Bush. I feel like you lost that key back-end guy, you know, hopefully Taylor Rogers can find some form, but it is a little bit deeper of a bullpen now. How much is that going to help the crew going forward? Well, I think they tried to do that last year, and they had a couple of guys get hurt and fall through. So um, you want to pick up proven guys and, and just different. You look at what the Brewers put together. Each one of these guys that are in the bullpen bring something special to the mound every single time that they're out there. And for whatever reason, they know – and, of course, Chris Hook's been in on this. Pitching coach Chris Hook has probably been like, this is what we've seen, because they're doing stuff like that throughout the year. They see a pitcher. They see what they like. They see what we can improve on. How would he fit in our club? And that's what you have all these advanced scouts doing. So it's not like he just showed up and, like, they don't know anything about him. They probably know more about them than they know about themselves, because that's what we, that's where we're in now. It's not just use your eyes and say, oh, this guy could fit in with our team. No, they do all the analytics. They go through all the numbers to see how his stuff, the balls that he's given up, what would that look like at American Family Field? They have all their, you know, lowercase J's dotted and lowercase T's crossed. So, I mean, that's that's what you have to expect nowadays from a team that's wanting to compete. 
Well, and then looking at the bats, because I saw Adam McAlvey had tweeted some of what David Stearns was talking about yesterday, I believe after the Matt Bush trade, and saying that, yeah, maybe we bring in some complementary pieces, but there's no clear place to upgrade on that offense. And I don't know that I agree with that. I think they could clearly upgrade some of these positions. Where do you stand on the offense? Do you think that they should have, or maybe they still will today, but do you think that they should go address some guys and bring in a bat? Um, I think they still could, but I'm, I understand what he's saying because the team that they have right now has been great since uh, the all-star break. They're in first place in their division. So it's like, okay, well, how do we upgrade from being first? <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's like, okay, do we need to, do we need to score more runs? Well, right now they're scoring more runs than per game than anyone in baseball. So you start going through piece by piece, just go down the lineup, go through the, Go through the field. Start looking at positions. Where are you going to put, hey, we have to upgrade. It's going to be this guy. You know, I, I get it. Uh, maybe you could have a guy that fills in at DH, also can play maybe an outfield position or maybe play third base uh, just to, you know, kind of platoon in that way. But you're not going to get the most out of a, a real player. Like, you want to go get a guy that plays every single day, then you're replacing a guy or two um, on the Brewers. And right now, those guys have done well. So, I don't know. I think it's for them. If they make no moves, they're still going to be good. They're still going to uh, be there at the end when it when it all shakes out. So I don't know. I don't know. They can always use a bat, but you could say that about every single team. Yeah, right now in Major League Baseball. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe the Dodgers. I don't know. They maybe they may not need anything, but uh, but I, yeah, I I don't disagree. Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all, Tim. And I and I think. You know, what the Brewers have been able to do, you're talking right. It says 72 coming out of this all-star break. They've been hot. They, they, the, the bats are going. They're pitching well. McCutcheon seems like he's the leader now uh, in, in this clubhouse. Guys listen to him. They've got the good chemistry. It's what you're really talking about. Chemistry with inside your clubhouse. You're not upsetting the apple cart. You're not bringing anything new. Nobody really has to get used to one another. And basically, you hit the ground running. And I think in a lot of these things, when you talk about a team getting hot, You've got to have the right chemistry in your locker room to make all this stuff jive. Well, I think if you have a formula that works, you don't want to just sit there and disrupt everything. Right. Like some of these teams making big moves are just hoping that everybody catches hot and starts winning ball games. where the Brewers have a proven formula, and yeah. it's worked, and they're here. Now, as a fan, do you wish there were 10 games up? Like, sure, yeah, we wish they had the best record in all of baseball, but at the same time, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. And to sit there and disrupt it, I think, could do more harm than good. So I think right now, I don't know when the deadline's over. It may already be over. But I think trying to go out and do something pretty drastic, um, it's, it probably has more negative effects than positive effects, right? So this team has done well as long as they're healthy. I mean, look what Hunter Renfro's doing. My goodness. And Christian Yelich is the best leadoff hitter in baseball. McCutcheon, look, he's playing as good as he played uh, 10 years ago. So you're looking at a team that's doing so many things well. You want to make a big splash and do one big spot to, to improve on? I just don't see it. Tim, appreciate the time today. Make sure to keep up with Tim Dillard on Twitter, at Dim Tillard. Appreciate it again. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on, boys. Thanks, buddy. Tim Tiller joined us there on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers for right right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Wisconsin-wide, the Big Show Radio Network. We do, I know just that buddy, honey.
Big Show, Toby Altizer, Gary Ellerson, and Adam Roberts talking with you guys about the Milwaukee Brewers. You just heard from Tim Dillard from Valley Sports Wisconsin. Appreciate him for joining us. Also, make sure you check out the Wendy's app. Nothing beats eating Wendy's and then earning more Wendy's while you eat. Wendy's Rewards, you can get the entire menu. That's up for grabs. Whatever food you order directly through the Wendy's app, website, or at the restaurant, Counts for points. Every dollar you spend, you'll earn 10 points. You can place your order for pickup or delivery with the Wendy's app or website. That's all you got to do. Mobile and website orders will add your rewards points automatically. It's the best, and it's so easy. Download the Wendy's app and sign up for Wendy's rewards today. Also, make sure you never miss a moment from the Wendy's Big Show ever again. Download the free Odyssey app and listen to the Wendy's Big Show. Download the podcast. You can listen whenever and wherever works best for you. Got a little bit of news from Adam McCalvey. He tweeted that Freddie Peralta will rejoin the starting rotation tomorrow night. So we talked a little bit about this yesterday, Gary, and that we expected him back at some point and different ways that they could use him. I mean, his third, basically his third appearance since coming off the injured list is going to be in the bigs. Interested to see how they Use end him. up using him. Yeah. Like, how many innings is he going to go? Is it just going to be one of those things where he only he's goes been all two over. or three? He's done everything. Yeah. yeah, and so I would think that, what, two, three innings max? But he's been a setup guy. I think he's been a bullpen. I mean, he's done. Yeah, so, I mean, I, you expected him to be back in the rotation at some point. He comes back and joins it tomorrow. I would think three, four innings. Hopefully you can get him worked back up. But it's nice to have him back here in early August. Yeah. You know, we've been talking about him coming back middle of August, late August, right. getting him ready for the playoff push. Right. But now you can really take your time with him now that right. he's already in the big. Yeah, so you, you don't have to rush any sort of thing with him. And hopefully he can get back to the form that he was last season. Struggled a little bit earlier this year. But if he can get back to that form he was last season, you're going to have a legit trio of Burns, Woody, and Peralta going into the postseason. And right. you know what? As much as we're complaining about this move, Gary, they might mm-hmm. have a chance to go on a run again. They might. Um, and once again, it's kiss lightning in a bottle. I mean, they're the hottest team out of the All-Star break. We did talk about it. I don't know if they got if they got better, but, I mean, if you're getting Peralta back, one would think that you're getting yeah. better. Yeah, right? 100%. Um, I think with the Brewers, you just got to wait and see how it all shakes out. It, and that's the tough part you know, about baseball. You know, Tim just talked too. about it. They are. I mean, they're the hottest team in baseball right now, and they got a good locker room. Well, and as frustrating as it was, if we're going to take a step back here and look at it, you know, I mentioned it with Tim Dillard. You added a guy to the bullpen, so you've added an arm. Yes, you gave up Hater in the process, but you've added some depth to the bullpen, right. which I know a lot of Brewers fans wanted going into the deadline. Mm-hmm. Add a reliever. Essentially, they've done that. Mm-hmm. They get a guy into Nelson Lamette that has the potential to be a stud. Right. Look, we're, I don't think me or you, Gary, will ever be necessarily in favor of the trade unless these guys that were the prospects in the well, thing turn know. out to be studs, and that's going to be a while. Right. So we don't know. But we it's, know. I don't, 
it doesn't eliminate their chances, but the, the question we're going to ask you in the final hour, are the Brewers any closer to a championship today than they were yesterday? After they trade Josh Hader, after they acquire Matt Bush and they get Taylor Rogers and the Hader deal, all those things, are they any closer to a championship today than they were yesterday? Because if they weren't, they aren't. You don't feel that way. I think it might have been a little bit of a failure, but we'll continue talking about that. Get your reaction again, 855-830-8648 if you want to hop in here, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. We'll get into more Brewers talk and break it all down for you coming up in the final hour of the Wendy's Big Show, which comes up next. Listening to the Big Show Radio Network. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 